You are the salt of earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? Matthew 5, verse 13a. This morning, when I looked at myself in the mirror, I knew, first off, I shouldn't look, but what also came to mind was how I must appear sometimes to others. I'm certain those wrinkles weren't there yesterday. Then again, maybe they were. I certainly don't remember that extra chin. And when I put on my glasses, oh man, then I'm really giving pause. Today, when I studied myself, I thought of myself not as salt, but as an old canvas bag. Why an old canvas bag? Sometimes a person feels that way, it's sad to say. I decided I could at least consider my bag in a good way, like making my bag something that was meant to hold something positive, like tea, for example, which tastes good when added to hot water. Or I could make my bag filled with salt, because salt provides a flavor necessary for everything needing to be seasoned. I don't remember Jesus speaking much about tea, but Jesus, during his Sermon on the Mount, did speak to us specifically about salt when he said, You are the salt of the earth. He spoke about our spirit of persuasion and how we influence the people that are around us. Salt as a spiritual influence or spirit of persuasion is a good thing. What type of influence do you have on others? Thinking of myself as that container of salt also reminds me to ask myself whether or not I am sharing seasoned salt with others and why that would matter so much. Have you ever tasted salt that has lost its flavor? Any of us could be a container for salt, yes, but how much flavor do we have? If my flavor is my testimony in life, what kind of testimony do I have? What good am I doing in someone else's life if I don't have any taste to offer them? Have you ever asked God about the season of flavor you are giving out? If the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? If God has called you or me to be the salt of the world, seasoned Christian witnesses, then my statement of life, or yours, needs to be full of zest. That zest is the difference that shows forth from someone's life. One testimony of life would provide a healing effect to another. It will share effectively. Sometimes a heart of compassion is like a healing salve. Another effect of salt would be the way it might rub another the wrong way. But that isn't necessarily a bad thing. The truth is, if I don't rub the world the wrong way by my witness, then perhaps I'm lacking in some area. Even if I do become a bother to others at times, then I have to consider that the salt in my life can be a good thing if applied correctly. We all leave some effect on others. Yes, we need that zest. Jesus said about salt without taste, It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Matthew 5, verse 13b As I gaze at myself in the mirror, I'm comforted to know when God focuses on me, He thinks I'm beautiful, no matter what I look like on the outside. He sees me from the inside out, not the outside in. He loves me, no matter how I feel about myself. When I think of God guiding me along in my walk, 
I begin to reflect about the important things, my witness, even my general testimony. That testimony I have is what I choose to make it. What's yours? How am I choosing to focus my life toward Him and less toward myself? Mirrors don't show the inside. Can you look in your mirror and see beyond what you see? What do you really think God sees? We have this treasure in our earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 7 Personal Challenge Hold up a mirror and take a look at yourself. What do you see today that would turn your thoughts away from yourself and in the direction where God would want it to be? What comes to your mind when you read the Sermon on the Mount, the fifth chapter of Matthew?